this February 28th, Wednesday, NBA Player Props Edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code NBA SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50, 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, February the 28th, currently 1221 on the East Coast, here to get into our NBA player props for the Wednesday night schedule. It's been a little bit since we did the NBA PropCast, but now with the dust settled on the NFL season, we got a little bit more time to crank out these pods, so hopefully we can do it at least twice a week. Look for us on Wednesdays and Fridays going forward. But joining me as usual on the NBA PropCast and on the NFL PropCast, I got my guy here with me. It's Crispy Cabin. Chris, what's going on, my man? How you doing? What's up, you know? Excited to, to be back, man. Like you said, we took a, a little hiatus, you know, got some other things going on. But no, like you said, no no football. Football is over. Uh, Patrick Mahomes does it again. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll be back to talking about Talking about some basketball, especially as we ramp up, you know, if it's an exciting time for basketball, man, we always talk about, you know, like really trying to find motivation to get behind some of these props, no matter what the numbers look like and all the analytics. So excited, man, as we come down to, you know, down the stretch uh, for the NBA season before we start the playoffs, for sure. Yeah, man, uh, a handful of games left here um, for a lot of these teams and it's still a lot to be determined. Now, as far as playoff seedings and all that good stuff uh, in the association. And, you know, this is a time where we usually see the um, contenders separating themselves from the bottom feeders and teams that are quote unquote tanking or whatever you may want to call it. And also, you know, guys that are dealing with some injuries that, you know, uh, we probably haven't touched on uh, since we uh, uh, lasted the uh, NBA prop cast here. But I think the bigger news here, we'll touch on some of that stuff and then we'll get into our player props here, uh, Chris. But uh, the one big one that came down this week was going to be um, Trey Young missing about four weeks here for the Atlanta Hawks. He's dealing with a finger injury. Um, did have surgery on it, I believe, on Tuesday. So he'll be sidelined for about four weeks here. And, you know, I, I've i talked about this a lot. I kind of want to get your perspective on it as well, that we know what a great score Trey Young is. I mean, if you watch the guy play, he can score from any point of the floor. Does a great job of distributing the basketball as well. A lot of times we talk about his assist props on the NBA propcast and also on the NBA pod as well here. But I feel like the roster that they do have constructed right now, Chris, um, I think they'll be okay without him. And I kind of dug into the numbers a little bit deeper um, from a defensive standpoint. And they actually are a better defensive team. Maybe it's not an obvious statement here, but they're a better defensive team without Trey Young on the floor. We know that, you know, he's one of those guards that doesn't play a whole lot of defense. He's a very offensive-minded player. But, you know, with DeJounte Murray now captaining the offense now and and initiating the offense, I think that this team is going to be okay in this four weeks without him. I know they have a a bit of a tough schedule coming up, but there are some winnable winnable games in that span. 
And you take a look right now, they're in that, I believe, the 10th spot uh, in the Western Conference, sorry, the Eastern Conference uh, in that play in tournament bracket, where we usually do expect them to be over the past several seasons, um, and then just go out and score 140 plus points in that play in tournament game and then find their way into the playoffs. But um, do you have any reaction when you heard about this news about uh, Trey Young and, and what the, maybe the rest of the season holds for the Atlanta Hawks team? Yeah, for one, I think it gives us uh, an amazing opportunity to DeJounte Murray, um, you know, to, you know, to prove that he can be, you know, a number one guy because they bought him there, you know, kind of paired him with uh, Trey Young, of course. But, uh, you know, just kind of piggybacking off of what you said, man, I think, you know, one of the bets that I didn't make last night on my shortlist, you know, if I was kicking myself (laughs) as soon as the first quarter ended was the Atlanta Hawks, man. You got to fade Utah on the road. Every single chance you get, especially if it's a closely, you know, a close spread. And I think Atlanta might have closed like a minus two. And um, I think it was pretty telling. You know, I, I wasn't super convinced, but it was pretty telling when, you know, what they were able to do to Orlando. That was the first game, of course, without Trey Young uh, on Sunday. Orlando was on the second leg of a back-to-back. Of course, no Paulo Benchero was uh, in that game. But, I mean, they and they, I think that game, they, they might have closed it like a one-point favorite. But we talk about two convincing wins, you know, 17 points. And then yesterday, 27 points. Um, Atlanta never gets that much separation because they never play defense like that. Right. 92 yeah. points and 97 points. And we know Utah, not a great defensive team, but they typically can score 97 points. Utah Jazz. That's absolutely, you know, in- incredible from, uh, you know, from from that that defensive perspective. You know, so I think it will. I think there will be a buy on in certain spots. I'm looking at the upcoming schedule, two games. Back to back in Brooklyn, those seem like winnable games. We know the Brooklyn Nets are kind of reeling still, even though Kevin Ali did get his first win. They got absolutely mollywop last night, yeah. uh, but then it get, does get a little more difficult. You got New York, you got Cleveland, uh, but then Memphis. That should be a winnable game. So I, I, I think you're, I think you're right. You know, if I think, um, you know, Atlanta, they, they will go on the road because a lot of their most recent games have been at home. But it'll be, you know, certain spots you definitely want to back them uh, coming up, in my opinion, as well. Uh, with them, you know, having some some motivation to play well. And like we talked about, some of those other players kind of stepping up. I mean, they still have, uh, you know, like tons of guys that can, can go out there and score the ball, that can defend. They'll get Oyeko Kongwu back. Clint Capella just returned from injury. You got Bogdanovich, uh, Sadiq Bey, DeAndre Hunter, who should be fresh because he's missed some time. So, I mean, he's still got plenty of guys out there, you know, if and, and the ball moves a little bit more, too. Not that Trey Young is a ball stopper because he's one of the best assist guys in the league, but – you know, the other guys can get to step up. And I think that was the quote that came out of the locker room. DeJounte said, we still got plenty of guys on this team that can, that can that's capable of stepping up. And that's what we're going to have to do. So it sounds like they kind of believe in themselves. You know, I, I'm definitely going to pick and choose my spots to be able to back them as well. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, I, I think that when you take a look at this roster for the LN Hawks, like you mentioned, right, they have guys that can put the ball inside the basket. Jalen Johnson has just been an absolute fantastic player this season for this Atlanta Hawks team. So, again, it's for them you know, buying in on the defensive side where a lot of times this team has struggled. So I think they're going to be okay. We'll definitely keep an eye out, especially for player props or a perspective for the Atlanta Hawks in the absence of Trey Young for at least another three to four weeks here for this team. Uh, Chris, anything else that's kind of stood out to you as, uh, around the association as far as maybe player performances or player injuries and guys maybe stepping up before we get into our player props? Uh, not not that really st- I, I would say that really comes to top of my mind. How about how about Luca though? You know, this dude yeah. continues to. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Look up last night. I'm like, are right, they playing Cleveland? Cleveland's defense pretty good. He has 30 points in the third quarter with four minutes left. I'm like, wow. I mean, granted they lost the game, but I mean, Luca's been absolutely putting on a show, even with the additions of PJ Washington and 
you know, Daniel Gafford. Um, interested to see what happens in that game tonight. But yeah, Luca's been, uh, you know, pretty pretty spectacular. Uh, yeah, I think Luca probably stands out just a tad bit more than everybody else right now. I think he's leading the league in points, and it's not even really close. You know, this dude is. Uh, He's doing his own thing this year, man, and it's starting to look look a little crazy at times. So, so shout out to I guess a shout out to Luca. Well, it is Luca's birthday today, uh, Chris. So keep that in mind in Toronto here. Uh, so maybe he does go out and put out another performance uh, like he has been uh, throughout or since I could say uh, post All Star break. Um, you know, for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, all right, Chris. Before we do dive into our player props here for the Wednesday schedule in the association, uh, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. It's pretty simple. The pick 'em game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's games for a chance to win big. You can win up to a hundred times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players to build and pick 'em entry, and can also make rival picks with two picks, uh, two between two players against each other. You know, we've been doing a a, a underdog fantasy entry on the NBA pod. Uh, every single day uh, more have cast than uh, they have not. So if you haven't already tuned in uh, on the NBA pod and gotten involved with us, you're, you're really missing out here. And again, there's still an opportunity. We're in a uh, competition uh, with the other shows on the network to get um, the most signups from our fans, but we can't do it without our fans. And if you're listening to this NBA pod uh, or this NBA propcast, do us a favor, come join us, use promo code NBA SGPN and get your first deposit doubled as well as an instant pick'em special. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store, and don't forget to register with our promo code NBA SGPN to get your first deposit doubled of up to $100 as well as an instant pick'em special. It must be 18, uh, 18 years or older and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. And also a bonus contest. SGPN is teaming up with Underdog to give you an even more of a bonus. Sign up between now and the end of the month. You have an extra day because it is a leap year. We do have a February 29th this year. Five winners will receive an Underdog hat, Underdog shirt, and a $50 SGPN gift card. Sign up today using promo code uh, SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win. All right, let's get into our player props here tonight. Uh, Chris, why don't you lead us off, man? What do you got for your first player prop? So as I look down, you know, just to check, <laughs> just to check the injury in news, because we do got quite the teams on the first leg of back-to-backs. I see just the update for our viewers and, and for you as well, you know, uh, Luca, uh, probable, which is great. Uh, Zion listed questionable, as I kind of expected. Same thing with Bri- uh, Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum as well. Derek Lively listed as probable. So, um, just some just some injury news. Wanted to kind of make sure I shared that. Uh, first one up, you know, if I'm going to I see uh, shout out to Bang Bang Out. He put this in the chat, and it it was something that I was already kind of looking at. I'm actually going to scrap. I had a play in that game, but I'm going to scrap the play that I had, and I'm going to just go straight to uh, Kawhi Leonard. He's talking about Kawhi. He likes his points and assists over 29 and a half. I actually like his points over 25 and a half in this game. I think it's a big, big game for Kawhi. Um, the Clippers need a confidence boost and win. Of course, there'll be no Paul George in the game. He's already been ruled out. Uh, Kawhi has not done extremely well since the All-Star break. Just 21.3 points per game. He's getting up 16 shot attempts. We know he's super efficient, shooting 54% still. But, uh, you know, in all 
in two of those, in two of the three games, he's actually had Paul George there as well. And Paul George, that's 14 more shot attempts, you know, if that's going to be disseminated against, distributed, you know, amongst this team. So, uh, you know, I don't, I look at this Laker team, they really struggle against that mid-range shot. We see, uh, you know, whether it's Devin Booker in the last game against Phoenix or whether it's, uh, you know, Kevin Durant in the last game, they really struggled defensively, giving up 123 points per game in the last three games, uh, post-All-Star break as well. Uh, I, I think um, also on the first leg of a back-to-back, the Lakers don't play well on the first leg of back-to-back games either. And uh, I think the Clippers really want to tie the series up. So ball should be in Kawhi's Leonard hands a lot is what I'm thinking him enough. And I think the number even – I mean – it's already juiced to the over minus 125. I couldn't talk anybody off of 26 and a half, uh, but I do think that that's the right play in this one. Um, outside of the Lakers defense being really, really poor, they're also, you know, still top 10 in pace over the last uh, few games after the All-Star break. And we know going into the All-Star break, they were actually top five in pace. So the Lakers will still try to run fast up and down the floor. That's something that they've been doing. Um, no Jared Vanderbilt really kind of, you know, uh, puts a monkey wrench in being able to slow down somebody like Kawhi Leonard. Uh, you know, they will get Cam Reddish back tonight. And you also have, um, you also, well, Christian Wood doesn't really, doesn't really factor in, but I, I just feel like it'll be a tough matchup for the Lakers. LeBron James won't want to guard <laughs> Kawhi Leonard all game tonight. Um, you know, so I look for Kawhi to have a big night, especially plus because they get a, they, they get the, they get tomorrow off and the Lakers don't. So, uh, coming off a loss, I do like the Clippers to bounce back and I think it's going to be a big Kawhi game. So give me Kawhi over 25 and a half points. Inspired by a man in the chat, bingo. This is a, one of the first plays I played yesterday. Kawhi Leonard. I got it at 24 and a half, but I like this all the way up to 26 and a half. And there's a lot of the reasons that you did mention, right? Um, I know that 24 and a half was a little bit of a key number, but I'm not going to give out a play here that um, we only think that's going to have an edge by one point. So I think I went back at number one, like you mentioned, right? Paul George is going to be out for this game. So in four games this season, um, Kawhi Leonard has scored at least 27 points uh, in three out of the four matchups um, without Kawhi Leonard this season. And if you also went back and if you got that 24 and a half number, um, 10 of the 14, he had gone over this number against Lakers in f- the last 14 head to head meetings. But I mean, you mentioned it, Chris, right? It's going to be a volume thing for Kawhi Leonard in this game. And I know they haven't been playing really well um, over the, you know, since the all-star break. I know they got that one against the Grizzlies, but didn't cover the number. So I feel like this is a game where Kawhi Leonard, I think he steps up going up against obviously the crosstown rivals in the Lakers here. So it's going to be a shot volume thing. Uh, I think that he, um, I really don't think there's a guy on this team that can really stay in front of Kawhi. The thing with Kawhi is that he's so efficient, man. Like he makes it look so effortless out there. Like when, he sh- when he's shooting the shot or getting to the basket, I just think it's it, it's really, it's easy for Kawhi Leonard um, so I do like his points prop to go over. I also do like his rebounds in this game here, Chris. It's at six and a half. Um, Lakers haven't done a really great job of rebounding the basketball. I know they have obviously Anthony Davis who pretty much cleans up the boards. LeBron has his nights as well, but also in the four games without, uh, Paul George in the lineup, Kawhi Leonard's had at least eight rebounds in each of those matchups. So their numbers at six and a half right now. So if you want to play those separately, if you want to play a combo of points and rebounds to go over, I know Bangout mentioned he likes the assist uh, to go over 29 and a half, but also do like his rebounds here tonight. So Kawhi Leonard over 25 and a half points, over six and a half rebounds. And if you want to pair those together, I believe that number is 32 and a half um, for Kawhi here tonight. So yeah, I'm hundred percent with you here, Chris, uh, all over Kawhi Leonard uh, on his uh, stats here for tonight against the Lakers. So glad we're in agreement about that one. Um, so matching up on the first one here, let's get over to your next one. Chris, what do you got? 
So we are going to we'll go to another another late game. I'm looking at Jokic in the last game. You know, I like his points as well. Um, I typically like to come on here and give out some unders, but I like like a few overs today. So we'll go we'll go uh, Nikola Jokic over 26 and a half points as well. Uh, not a lot of juices. Minus 111 here. Um, and it's for a couple of different reasons. So first thing I looked at when I was handicapping this, you know, was was just a sm- the smallest three-game sample size. I looked at Denver. Denver actually – I'm sorry, the, the Kings actually led me to this. So Denver has actually – just a small three-game sample, but, you know, you can go back a little bit farther as well. They're actually leading the league in points in the paint uh, at 68 per game. I bet you couldn't guess, you know, who's actually giving up the most points in the paint. That would be the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> Docker. Six, 64.7, you know, in the last three games. Uh, we look at Bam. He just dominated his team, 28 points and 11 for uh, 18 shooting versus them. And that was a, actually a home game. Zubak also just had 16 points on eight for nine shooting as well. So really efficient centers. We know that Jokic is one of the most efficient centers as well. Uh, and I, I went in and kind of looked at his shot zone as well. You know, I'm not that just for confirmation. We know that Jokic shoots a lot of points and, you know, he gets a lot of attempts at the rim. But he's averaging nearly seven attempts per game in the last five uh, in the last uh, few games uh, before the All-Star break and after that are uh, in the shot zone that's less than five feet from the basket post-All-Star break, shooting 80% in the restricted area as well. He's coming off back-to-back games where he had 32 and 29 versus Golden State and Portland. Um, Sacramento has also beat Denver three times as well, so maybe you get a little extra motivation because this is a triple revenge spot for the Denver Nuggets here as well. And And this is the cherry on top. You know, if he's actually struggled, to score the ball against them this season, just 23 and 15 points in the last two meetings. And Sacramento's keep, they keep catching Denver uh, in the in the rest disadvantage spot. So to a couple of the games that they played, you know, Denver has been playing on the second leg of a back to back. Now you got a rested Denver team at home. Looks like they're gunning for it. You know, if they've won three straight, covered all three numbers, all of them been by you know 15 points or more as well since the All Star break. So I'm looking for Jokic to keep it going here tonight. You know, if I like him over 26 and a half points. Yeah, I mean, look, he's been a monster coming out of the All-Star break. And I don't know if it's all well, the conversation about MVP or whatever the case might be, but Nikola Jokic has been an absolute monster. He's averaging 22 points, 11.8 rebounds, 12.4 since over the last five games. But, I mean, if you would look at the two uh, last games, 29 points, 32 points. And I think for this game, you just take a look at the numbers. Sacramento has won and covered all three games this season against the Denver Nuggets. And I think that you don't want to get swept in a season series here. So I think that, again, Nikola Jokic, just a form that he's in right now, like you mentioned there, Chris, I think that again, he should have a big night here uh, for the uh, for the Denver Nuggets. So I can't uh, fade a former MVP here. Again, odds on MVP uh, favorite right now for this season as well. So Nikola Jokic um, to go over on his points. I, I definitely love it. I love that we're starting to see these clips on 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 Twitter here, Chris, about Nikola Jokic and his personality. I don't know if you saw a lot of it from the All Star Weekend with him and Luca. Uh, I think that was a little fun to watch. But he's, I think he's starting to interact with the media a little bit more as well. I think it was really fun to see. It's it's a little dry, but it's it's still it's still funny uh, to watch. It's Nikola refreshing, Jokic. you know. It's, it's it is because, because because it's not like anybody else, right? He doesn't want his phone in his hand. He doesn't like this stuff. Like <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely funny to see. And he, again, it's, it almost like it translates to his game on the court where he makes it look so effortless and it's just so easy for uh, Nikola Jokic. So, yeah, uh, definitely get beyond Nikola Jokic here tonight against the Sacramento Kings. 
Uh, all right, Chris, before we get over to my next player prop here, let me tell everyone about our friends over at Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer uh, tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, let's keep it rolling here, Chris. Um, I'll go over to the other European, man. Luca, we talked about it at the top of the show. The dude's just playing out of his mind right now. Um, you know, we talk a lot about the birthday games on the NBA pod, but I just think that Luca is in a matchup here tonight that I really don't think there's a guy that's going to be able to really limit what Luca's going to be able to do here tonight in Toronto. Um, they're coming off of two straight losses. I know everybody saw this, uh, the shot that Max Schuess had last night that put an absolute dagger, the heart of the Mavericks, but Mavericks have done really well um, coming off of a loss on and on the road. I believe now they're eight and one against the spread in that span. Um, but it's been led by Luca, right? Luca over the last five games, uh, averaging a hair above 30 and a half points per game, 9.2 assists. Earlier this season against the Toronto Raptors, he did have 31 points and eight assists in that game. So and it's also incredible to see that on the road in particular this season, Chris Lucas averaging 34 and a half points on the road with 8.8 assists. So, um, I'm going to expect Luca, Luca to continue um, doing Luca things here. I'm looking at his points and his assists to go over the number of 41 and a, and, and a 41 and a half here. Also dug a little deeper. Toronto over the last seven days is allowing the second most assists to the point guard position, which is around 9.3 assists per game. But we know Luca can step into 12, 13 assists per night, and we know how incredible of a score that he is. So. I'll be interested to see who does actually match up with uh, Luca in this game. If it is Scotty Barnes or if it is somebody else. Also, did see that Jakob Hurdle is questionable for this game. So, whatever la- uh, whatever rim protection they did have um, with Jakob Hurdle, he's probably not going to play in this game. I know he's dealing with an ankle and shoe. So, I expect Kyrie and both more importantly Luca to get to the basket at will. We know he gets a friendly vi- whistle as well as being a superstar in this league. So I'm looking at Luca points and assists to go over 41 and a half here tonight against the Toronto Raptors here. Chris, any thoughts on that? Yeah, no way I could talk you off of him. You know, like you said, uh, Toronto, one of the things that, 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 that you didn't mention, you know, is that Toronto is playing extremely fast. They're trying to get out. I think they're like number one and number two in fast break frequency as well. Like they're trying to get out. They're trying to run as fast as they possibly can. And that makes sense, right? You got a game plan against a team that, that that's coming on the second leg of a back-to-back that played a hard-fought game last night. That just means that if they get out and run, that just means it's going to be more opportunities for Luka in this, in this offense as well. Uh, Toronto's their defense hasn't really been that great, even though they have covered four straight spreads. And uh, they are 3-0 in their last three, but they just gave up 121 points to Atlanta Hawks. You, you mentioned, uh, you know, giving up a bunch of assists. DeJounte Murray had seven assists and Trey Young had seven assists in that game. And we know how much Luka's going to have the ball in his hands, you know. So I don't have to beat a dead drum in this one, dead horse in this one, but – uh, only way I would look for Luca, you know, what he's able to do. Um, and like you said, the, 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 I think you probably do put Scotty Barnes on him, you know, at the start. Yeah. It makes the most sense. Outside of Scotty Barnes, who else on this team? You can't put quickly on him. 
Like no you way. can't put you you can't put Gary Trent Jr. on him. Like this is it could get really really bad, you know. And even if you do put Scotty Barnes on him, I mean he really just like a setting a pick away from being able to get whatever matchup it is that he wants. So off back to back losses as well. Probably got a real bad taste in their mouth. After Struess hit that 56 foot foot uh, game winner last night, I would only be looking for Luca to go over uh, whatever it is. I think you could even throw the rebounds in there as well. I did see Jacoperto yep. did participate in, in shoot around. Okay. Even if he does go Munov, I don't think that he'll be 100 percent dealing with that ankle injury. So yeah, I would agree. Um, Luca to the to the moon. There we go. Yeah, birthday game for Luca here tonight. So hopefully he does get over his uh, points and assists, points, rebounds, and assists. Play his triple-double if you want to. I think this gonna be should be a big night for Luca here tonight uh, against the Toronto Raptors. All right, uh, Chris, take us to the player prop number three, my friend. What do you got? So, same game. Let's stay there. I'm looking on the opposite side. You know, I like quickly. I'm looking at his threes. It's a tad yep. bit juice, but I think it's playable up to three and a half as well. So, two and a half is minus 140. It's typically the, the most juice I lay, but... Uh, I think it's a, a really good good uh good spot for for quickly in this game in my opinion. So he's been he's been on fire from distance, you know, three for seven against Indiana in his last game, six for eleven against Atlanta, and uh, five for eight against the against the Brooklyn Nets uh since the all-star break in the three games. In in the month of February, he's actually making three point one uh threes on seven and a half attempts. Um and but over the last five games, however, he's actually shot 26 threes. So, I mean, we, we really just need him to make three in this spot. And in three games since the All-Star break, you look at Dallas, they've taken a, a huge step back defensively from the three-point line. They're actually allowing the, the second most threes uh, the second most threes to be made at 16.3 per game. Um, they're also bottom 10 in opponent three-point attempts, so they're giving up a bunch of attempts. And 29th in opponent three-point percentage at 43.8. So now, uh, you know, on the second leg of a back-to-back with travel from Cleveland to Toronto, doesn't set up well for them in this spot uh, defensively. I've talked about, you know, how Toronto wants to get out and run. Um, and then also just kind of looking at the shot zones as well. You know, if a lot of quickly threes have come from above the break threes, eight attempts per contest and 4.3 makes uh, since the All-Star break, that's 54.2%. Both lead the team in attempts and makes. And Dallas, they're actually giving allowing 42.5% over the last three games at the above the break three, which ranks them 26th. And they're allowing the seventh most attempts from, from that range as well, uh, 29, which actually ranks uh, 23rd also since the All-Star break. Toronto scores, they score a lot in transition and a lot in the paint, you know, but since Dallas made that trade, the defense has actually been really good at protecting the paint. You know, you get Daniel Gafford down there now, and you got Derek Lively back, even though he's wearing the mask. He's been effective. So I think that, you know, because of that, I think Toronto uh, will have to shoot more threes. I think they'll have to take more threes because of, you know, Dallas's presence on the inside. So why not be quickly? I like him over the two-and-a-half, three-point makes him, you know? Yeah, this was the one I was on the other. Was it they played the Atlanta Hawks the other night, I believe it was, uh, for uh, Emmanuel Quickly. Um, and it was that the market hadn't caught up to it. I know they've adjusted the big a little bit uh, on Emmanuel Quickly's threes here, but I mean, you mentioned, right, he's getting the attempts up. He's averaging eight attempts over his last five games. Uh, he's averaging 3.2 makes. He's done this in three straight games as well. And I like the point that you made about the Dallas Mavericks defense, right, that they're probably trying to suffocate the pain here. And and But we've seen, like, whatever went on in the practice after the All-Star break for the Toronto Raptors, the offense has been very, very good, right? They've scored 121-plus points in three straight games since the All-Star break. They've won all three. They've covered all three. And it's been about the pace, like you mentioned. Um, and I went back and looked, right? Top seven in pace over the last five games. Sorry, uh, top five in uh, 
uh, top seven in pace over the last five games and the last three games as well post all-star break. So they're going to be pushing the pace here. Um, and rightfully so, right? Because you, you have a tired Dallas Mavericks team that's going to be on a back-to-back situation here. And again, this line is saying that it should come down to the wire here with the Dallas favored by, I believe it was two and a half the last time I saw it here. So um, quickly is definitely getting up the shot attempts. He's gotten up 16, 20 and 16 attempts from the field over the last three games, eight, 11 and seven from three point land. So definitely can get behind Emmanuel quickly here. Uh, to have a good uh, shooting night and continue what he's been doing post-All-Star break uh, for the Toronto Raptors. Um, All right, for my last player prop here, I am going to go to that game between the Bulls and the um, Cavaliers here tonight. Cavs, like we mentioned, had that incredible walk-off win uh, against the Dallas Mavericks last night. And I'm looking at um, Donovan Mitchell in this game here, and I, I know I'm going with a lot of um, star players here tonight, but Donovan Mitchell, for whatever reason, either has some type of personal vendetta against his Dallas Mav- or sorry, against his Chicago Bulls team. Um, but he's been absolutely incredible. His points prop right now is sitting at 25 and a half. Um, so on the season, he's averaging 20 point, uh, 28.2 points per game. Last five games, he's at around 24.4 points per game. But it's in, more in particular on what he's done against the Chicago Bulls recently. We all remember the 71-point game that he did have against them um, last year, back on January 2nd. But I'm going to quickly read off what he's done over the last 10 games or so against the Chicago Bulls team. And this also dates back to his time in Utah. So 30, 26, 30, 37, 32. He had a game of 15, 71, 29, and then two games this season, 34 and 30 against the Chicago Bulls. So... Um, whether it's a matchup thing that they're not able to really cover Donovan Mitchell or whatever the case might be, I do think that he should have another good scoring night here tonight against the Chicago Bulls. Like I mentioned, he's had a lot of success against. Uh, last night, he had 31 on 11 of 20 shooting. We know the shot attempt, the shot volume is going to be there. The usage rate is going to be there as well for a guy like Donovan Mitchell. So um, give me the give me the points here for Donovan Mitchell over 25 and a half here tonight against the Chicago Bulls here, uh, Chris. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Um, you know, if he like you said, I, I'm not sure if it's a personal vendetta either. I remember watching a couple game, couple of the games before because this is the third matchup. Uh, what a fourth matchup, I think. I wouldn't wa- remember watching a couple of the games because these two teams have played recently, right before the All Star break. Uh, Cleveland almost got upset at home. By the Chicago Bulls team, I think they were able to pull it out 123 to 121, but he absolutely went crazy in that game, you know. Um, and then I also think the other thing I want to mention is Caruso actually left yesterday's game. We know he yeah. he's their best defender. I know he came back. I think he did return yesterday. Um, but, you know, if he's I mean, not even if he's, not, you know, not able to go, he can participate. But not being 100 percent against, uh, you know, a guy like Donovan Mitchell is absolutely crucial to, you know, to your defense. So. A uh, lot of great angles uh, to to support Donovan Mitchell going over him. You know, if I like that, I like that look a lot. All right, so that is three player props each year. Uh, Chris, any honorable mentions you want to throw out there? I kind of wanted to get there. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna lay off. I wanted to get there with Westbrook. I just feel like you know, in some form of way, right? Maybe it's he hasn't been playing well. Uh, I looked into the numbers. I wanted to get there with his maybe his rebounds and assists line. Uh, the reason why I didn't was because I think he's only cashed in like two of the last 10. But, of course, with no Paul George, I feel like he could step up. It's always going to be added motivation because he's playing against the Lakers as well. Uh, so, you know, they don't need somebody. It's a lot of usage to be able to step up in this spot. Uh, so I really like Westbrook, but not not qu- couldn't quite get there. 
I also think that, you know, it's something to keep in mind. You know, if the, I, gave, I told you all of the guys that um, that are, you know, listed as questionable for the Indi- uh, for the Toronto. I'm not, not the Toronto, I'm sorry, for the Pelicans today. The yeah. Pelicans will be second leg of back-to-back playing in Indiana, of course. And all of those guys are questionable. Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, and Zion. If they don't play, got to look at Hawkins. Got to look at Trey Murphy props. Those will be the guys. Uh, I know Indiana does a really great job at the three-point line. But that's what the Pelicans do if those guys don't play. So really hard for me to kind of handicap that game just based on, you know, those those big guys not being not knowing their status, being unknown right now. So I'll just I guess I'll say, uh, you know, just the Westbrook look, but probably won't end up getting there. Um, and that was the, the, that, that was probably the only other one. What, what do you like? You know, anything else? You so, like? yeah. So one more worth a mention here was going back to that Cavs and the uh, Bulls game. So the last time two, these two teams matched up, I'm not sure if you saw that Andre Drummond actually started uh, in that game. And I guess that's to kind of come back with uh, Jared, Van, uh, sorry, um, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley uh, in that game. And they threw Andre Drummond out there and he did have 10 rebounds, I think in like 22 minutes. So obviously that number is not out right now for um, Andre Drummond for his rebounding problem, but that's something I'm going to wait closer to game time. Uh, when those, you know, the the role players and the bench players, they do uh, throw those props out there. So that's going to be one I'm going to keep an eye on for. And again, if we see him starting in this game again for the Chicago Bulls going up against the Cavs, I think that's a good spot to get on uh, Andre Drummond's rebounds uh, because we know, I mean, he, he's an absolute monster rebound in the basketball. Um, and I'll throw one more out there. Anthony Edwards on his steals and blocks um, to go over the number of one and a half. We know Anthony Edwards, again, there are the back-to-back situations. Not sure if he's going to play tonight or not, but in the case he does play, he's had at least three steals and blocks combined in four of the last five games for the Minnesota Timberwolves. That number is at one and a half combined of steals and blocks right now around minus 125 over on DraftKings right now. So um, I'm going to dig a little bit more into it, but I think that this Memphis team there with their young guys that they have out there, they're a very turnover prone team. And we know how Minnesota has been defensively this season. One of the best right up there with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So that's something I'm going to keep in uh, keep an eye out for if uh, Anthony Edwards does, in fact, play here tonight. Um, and and we'll, we'll go from there. Also for Andre Drummond here as well. So those are the two I wanted to uh, throw out there. Um, Chris, let's get over to our best bets here for tonight. And then we'll wrap it up uh, for this NBA propcast. But, man, what do you got for your best bet? I really like the quickly play, you know, if I, like I said, I know it's juice, but, you know, even at three and a half, man, I just kind of feel like, you know, I gave, gave, gave out the numbers, won't regret to see those, but Dallas, you know, defense already struggling from the three-point line. Now you get them in the second leg of a back-to-back, they're unrested, having to travel out of the country, uh, you know, technically. Um, I like, I like, I like quickly. I like quickly. I like the transition. We talked about them being top seven in pace. Think they're going to try to run this Dallas team. They'll rub the break three, should be there. So give me quickly over his two and a half, three point mix. I'll later, I'll take the big. Uh, it's only big. You only drink it, you know, if, if you lose. So we, we're yep. not going to lose this one. Give me quickly over his two and a half, three point mix here. Yeah, I love it. Um, all right. For my best bet, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy that we were both uh, on Kawhi Leonard here tonight. So I'll give that out as my best bet. Um, you can chop it up three different ways. If you just want to take his points over, if you want to take rebounds over, if you want to take uh, rebounds, points and rebounds over, uh, I, I can talk you off uh, any of those. Talked about the shot volume that he's going to get without Paul George. I mentioned also the stats um, with Kawhi, Le- oh, of Kawhi Leonard without Paul George in the lineup this season. And again, this is going to be a game 
where Kawhi Leonard's going to get up for, right? Like I mentioned, that the Clippers haven't been playing particularly well uh, since the All-Star break. So I think that's a good spot here between these two teams. And I think that they do want to get the season split here at least because the Lakers have won, I believe, two other three matchups thus far this season uh, between these two squads here. So I'll go with Kawhi Leonard. Um, points and rebounds over, and then uh, points over as well. So however you guys want to chop it up. All right, that is going to do it here for this edition of the NBA PropCast with the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Um, Chris, anything else you want to mention, my man, before we get out of here? No, nah, man, enjoy the games. It's a nice, simple, simple like, little six-game slate after we had mayhem yesterday. You know, I think it's 11 or 12 games. And uh, enjoy the night because this is the calm before the storm. I already looked ahead. I think we got 10, 11, get 10 more, 11 more games tomorrow. So enjoy the games, everyone. Bet responsibly, of course. Definitely check us out. Leave us a five-star review. Five-star, five-star over wherever you check out your, your podcast. And um, best of luck to everybody tonight. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we'll try to be more consistent about the prop cast here. That's a uh, fault of my own because Chris is always down uh, to pod no matter what. So uh, we'll try to go like Wednesdays and Thursdays at least twice a week for the NBA pod for the rest of the season. And we'll also carry it over to the NBA playoffs as well. So again, getting closer and closer to the end of the season before we know what the NBA playoffs are going to be here. Make sure you follow Chris on Twitter. That's at Chris B. Kappen, uh, with two P's and two N's. You can follow me there as well at SportsNerd824. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. It was always going to be after the uh, NBA uh, regular uh, betting picks show. So look out for us. Stay tuned then. But till then, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.